Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Justin Cooper coming to today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take this King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today we'll continue looking in Genesis chapter 24. And we are in this story of Abraham sending out his servant to fetch a wife, for Isaac. But he's not just to go and haphazardly choose a woman to be Isaac's wife. He is to let God decide who that right spouse will be for this promised son. And let me stop there and say, you are wise, and uh, I would be wise as a parent when it comes time for my son, that we allow God to direct in the choosing of a partner for life, a spouse, a helpmeet, a husband for those that we care about and in our own lives as well. You will get in a mess. In fact, I just talked to a young preacher about that uh, this week. And uh, he's preaching, but he's not married yet. And of course, he wants to be married just like any normal red-blooded man would. And I said, it's important more than that. It is imperative that you wait and allow God to bring the right woman into your life. I said, because it will wreck you or it will make your ministry one or the other. And let God bring in his perfect timing that person into your life. And that's what we're seeing happen here in the story. God providentially chooses uh, and brings in the pathway of this servant the right girl to marry Isaac, this son of promise. Now, if you've missed those prior Bible studies, they are available for you on our podcast. The podcast is found on uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcast is entitled Striving for Revival. And I pray it'll be a blessing to you. You can go there and listen to all of these old studies, and they're archived and available. There's hours of content, and all of that is free, of course, for you to listen to. And my prayer is just that it would be a blessing uh, to you and in your Christian life. And all of that is there just a tool, not not to take the place of your Bible study, but a supplement or in addition to your time of Bible study. Now, in Genesis 24, we talked about... Uh, verse 27, last study, where the servant said, I being in the way, the Lord led me. And I said, how important and imperative that is, that we are in a place where God can bless and in a spot that God can use us and that we're doing the things that God can be pleased with and shower down his favor upon. And this man being in the way got led into the will of God. There's a lot of folks sitting around waiting on God's will, but they're waiting on the couch. They're waiting on God's will, but they're waiting out there somewhere uh, in the far country. They're not doing anything right now for God and expect God to give them some big opportunity. That's just not how it works. Get in the way. Do something. Uh, Put your hand to the plow and get to work. All right. Verse number 29 today. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out unto the man under the well. And it came to pass when he saw the earring and bracelets upon his sister's hands. And when he heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man, and, behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, thou blessed of the Lord, wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provender for the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. 
And there was set meat before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told mine errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant. Now I want you to stop and take note of that, that this man has been traveling, he has been waiting, he has been looking, he has met now uh, this young lady that he thinks is going to be the right one for his master's son to marry, and uh, he's been brought now by her brother, Laban. Rebecca has a brother, uh, Laban, and brings him into the home. While he's there, they begin to take care of him. They pamper him. And by the way, that's how you ought to treat guests in your home, is you ought to be hospitable to them. They put out the best food. They give him uh, uh, water for the camels wash his feet and say, you know what, just just relax. Just, uh, just take it easy for a little bit. We're going to take care of you. They set meat before him, but I want you to see what he said. He said, I will not eat until I've told mine errand. He's saying, I will not do those things that maybe my flesh desires to do, those things that would be enjoyable, those things that are non-essential, until I do the essential. I'm here on business for my master. Oh my, I'm here on an errand for my Lord. The one who I serve has sent me here for a purpose, and I must be about my master's business. Yes, I'm hungry. Maybe I'm tired, and I'm glad to be here in the home, and it'd be nice to kick back, relax, and just kind of shoot the breeze with you for a while. But I'm here on business for Abraham, and I won't eat until I tell you the reason that I've come. Would to God more Christians would understand that we are here on an errand from the master. We are on business for the Lord. We are here as a servant to the one that we serve, and he's given us a task. We are here to preach the gospel to every creature. We are here to walk in the light, to be a, a good example and an ambassador of Christ to a lost and dying world. And I'm afraid so many times in the lives of so many Christians, we get wrapped up in so many things that will not matter in a million years. And we sit down and we eat, drink, and we're merry. We relax, we take it easy, kick our feet up, and just kind of uh, just kind of take care and pamper the flesh first. And we never get about doing the errand that we've been sent on. How many Christians are there? They've never even witnessed, let alone won a soul. They don't spend any time in prayer. They're not out there fulfilling their calling. They say they're called to preach and yet never practice or prepare or get out there and preach. They say they're called to the mission field and on forever deputation, never go. And they just sort of sit there. And they, in the meantime, build a nice home, get them a new job, uh, buy these bass boats and go fishing, play golf, whatever it is. All those things are fine in their place, but their place is not the place of preeminence. It's not before God. That comes after the errand that we've been sent on. That comes after the business that we've been enlisted to fulfill. That comes after the commission that's been given to us. And God help. I tell you, some of these fellows who say they're called to preach, and yet all they want to do is sit around the church house all day long, and they get mad if they don't get a, get a preacher. They're not called like I'm called. I'll be honest with you. And I'm nobody and I'm nothing. But there's something in me that constrains and compels and drives, and I can't help it, man. I want to do it. You say, well, that's because you get to preach in all these churches. If I didn't, I'd go out to the street. I'd go to the nursing home. I'd go down to the rescue mission. I'd go find some shut-in somewhere. I'd go someplace where there's a person with ears that can hear and uh, and would stop long enough to get the gospel preached to them and just preach it. I don't understand that. I'm on my master's errand. I'm about my Lord's business. I've been sent here for a purpose. I've not been saved just to sit still. I've not been saved to stagnate. I've not been saved to fill a pew. I've not been saved to just enjoy this life and get heaven. Too. You and I have been saved with a cause and a commission and a purpose. We are to get folks who are not saved to hear the gospel so that they might be saved. That's why we're
we're here. You're a Sunday school teacher, you've got a purpose. If you're a choir member, you've got a purpose. If you're a parent, you've got a purpose. If you're a teenager, you've got a purpose. If you've been saved, there is a cause, there is a reason, there is an errand that you've been sent on, and God help us say, I'm not going to I'm not going to take the vacation till I get about the business. I'm not going to I'm not going to enjoy uh, the day off unless I first get about the business. I'm not going to put these secondary things that clamor for my time and rob my attention and pollute my agenda to get me off course. I am going to press. I've got an errand from my master. And that's what this man said. He said, "Man, I know. I smell the steak." Ooh, it smells good. I, I see the food, and it all looks top notch. I, I understand you've been, you, you, you've got the table spread. I cannot debate that. But I will not eat until I've told my errand. Not gonna do it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna satisfy the flesh. I'm not going to satisfy my desire. I'm not going to satisfy the emptiness that I think I feel. I'm not going to take care about me. I'm going to put myself on the back burner and put this master's will on the front burner. I think that's the issue right there. I think most folks, they say they love God, but they don't love God as much as they love themselves. Uh, They say that God is their God, but really self is their idol. And that's why God comes second. And that's why church comes third. And that's why prayer comes last, because, listen, we're all wrapped up in ourselves. God, help us today. I pray God will stir your heart like he has mine. I feel like preaching, and I guess it's because I probably need it as well. And God, help us today to preeminently place, prioritize the errand that we've been sent on by our master. There's a lot of work to do before Jesus comes and not a lot of time to get it done. Well, that's all the time we have for this broadcast today. I pray God spoke to your heart. Until next time, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.